Letter thirty three of A Lady's Life on a Farm in Manitoba by Mrs. Cecil B. Hall. Read for LibriVox.org into the public domain. September seventh. By degrees we are learning something of the mines and miners, also are beginning to know all the packers who daily go up and down the trails, each with a train of ten donkeys, carrying the ore from the mines. The men's appearance is of the roughest, but they, one and all, are most civil both of speech and manner. Women are rare in these districts, the wife of the manager of the Wheel of Fortune mine being the only one living up here. She has been here two years, and is quite idolized by the miners and trappers, as she has never been known to refuse hospitality to any. We were much amused, whilst going through the Wheel of Fortune tunnels last Saturday, to hear one of the miners ask who we were, and when told with the ready answer, natural to this country, that we were duchesses, he wished much to know if that was not something like the Prince of Wales. We went into a lower shaft, whilst two fuses were fired in an upper. The anticipation of the shock was worse than the realization. Each of us carried a candle, and the concussion blew them all out, but beyond that, the smell of gunpowder and smoke, we experienced no harm, and, as we had matches and the candles were soon relit, we had not to grope our way back in darkness. We have been into several of the tunnels on the eight well-defined lodges in this basin, also into some in Sneffels. These veins may all be traced through into Red Mountain Valley, which seems to be the volcanic center of this neighborhood. The porphyry vein, matter, or ore-bearing quartz, having decomposed more readily than the trachyte of the mountains which they intersect, in some instances, as in the peak just above our cabin, they have cut deep notches in the summit of the ridges, making the outline very jagged and rugged-looking. The mineral wealth around us is astounding. Hundreds of rich mines have been discovered in all the surrounding mountains, and are being discovered now. Three men, whilst at a dinner a month ago in Red Mountain Valley, in picking around with a small axe where they were sitting, knocked off a piece of rock which, when analyzed, proved to be so valuable a load that they have since then sold their claim for one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. Any man can stake a claim of fifteen hundred feet on a vein, if not previously done, but he has to expend one hundred pounds on it in the first five years to enable him to obtain a patent from the government, which secures the property to him forever. There must be a certain amount of excitement to miners as to what treasure will be produced after every blast of gunpowder, but, oh, how I should hate the life, living underground in these subterranean passages, which are all more or less wet from the water percolating through the rock, and never able to see the sun or the beauties of nature. The wages of the men are enormous, able miners getting four dollars a day, sorters, or the men who break and turn over the stone, three and a half. Mr. W. had a hard life when he first came out here in 1877, as he and his partner worked with no other help for four years underground mining, besides having to build their cabin, being their own blacksmiths, assayer, cook, etc., and he declares he enjoyed it immensely, with the exception, perhaps, of the first winter, when, getting in their supplies very late, they had to live on bacon, and that, rancid, and flour, but little else. Stores for the winter have to be brought up in October, as the trains early become impassable, and all outer communication can only be kept up on snowshoes. The snow averages about seven or eight feet, though in this basin it has been known to be thirty-eight deep, 
but in the Uncombahagra Valley, and down by Ure, it averages only a few inches. Animals are left out to graze there all the winter. End of letter 33. Read by Sibella Denton. All LibriVox files are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org.